Hello friends, I'm Susanna April and consider this podcast your invitation to hear God's voice and be encouraged to push past fear on your creative journey. Join me on Insta at Creative Journey Collective to continue the conversation. And now on to today's episode. Hi friends, today I'm interviewing my friend Jess from Salt and Gold Collection. She's incredible and has some really beautiful prophetic stories about how she hears God's voice in her business and just some incredible testimonies about how he's shown up in her creative journey. And so I really hope you're blessed by this one. Stick around to the end, it's going to be a good one. My friend Jess and I'm just so excited to just dive into chatting with her about Song Gold Collection and just everything that God is doing in her life and her business. So hi Jess. Hello, hello. So good to talk with you. Yeah, it's just so good to have you and thank you for making the time to just jump on here and just share your heart and um, yeah, I would just love to hear a bit about you and what your world looks like and um, just give me the basics. Yeah, well, um, I'm a Kiwi. I'm from New Zealand, but I've lived in Australia since the end of 2017. Um, and I spend my time between Perth and then also across the other side of the world in California. Um, so my life is kind of based in, in Western Australia, but I am studying in a ministry school in California. So that's why I spend kind of half my time here, half my time there at the moment. Um, I'm currently, as we're um, chatting right now, I'm back in Australia for all of six weeks before I head back on out for another year of study at my ministry school, which I just love. Um, and amidst kind of all of that study and life, then I also run a little business called Salt and Gold Collection, which I started in, oh gosh, 2020, right in the middle of COVID, basically, when all of that blew up, then I also thought, when would be a good time to start a business? How about right now? <laughs> so I just added that into the mix there. And um, so that is also my um, full-time, I don't know if we want to call it a career, business, <laughs> ministry, ministry <yeah>. thing. <laughs> so all of that kind of happens at the same time as well. Yeah. Oh, I would love to hear a little bit more about the journey of Salt and Gold. But first, before we chat about that, uh, I, just share like what you love most about Jesus. Like, I'm sure you can talk about this for hours, but. <laughs> oh, okay. This is so hard. There are so many things that I love about God. Okay, I'm going to go with, um, this would be what I would call probably my life verse, and that's from the end of Genesis. It's through the story of um, Joseph the dreamer, and then at the end there's the line, it's like, what the enemy meant for evil, God has used for good. And um, I just love that about Jesus, that he can take anything and turn it around and use it for um, restoration and blessing and all in his plan. Like there's never a second when anything is outside of God's hands. Like he can't lose his grasp on our lives. Um, and so I just, I love about him. He's a restorer and he has a good plan for our future and um, he cares. And oh yeah, it's so good. Oh, so good. I just love oh. Jesus. I just love Jesus. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> life without Jesus just feels like yeah so empty and bleak hey mm -hmm. he's just the ultimate yeah <sighs> yeah I just feel like I need to marinate in that for a second <laughs> yeah. no. I always like I think back to um 
before uh, like I sort of grew up knowing Jesus like as a kid and, and as a teenager but it wasn't until I was probably around 20 and I'm 30 now so about 10 years ago that I really realized like oh God is interested in all of my life like there's so much more to him than just um showing up to church for an yeah. hour on Sunday and being a good person like <laughs> this sounds controversial I don't think it should be though but it sounds yeah. contra- controversial in that like Christianity is not about having good morals or being a kind person or you know um being more loving than anyone else on the train to work in the morning like yeah that can all come out of an overflow from mm. knowing him but that's not what Christianity is it's not yeah, like yes. you know oh we should be good people like yeah oh my totally. God. <laughs> um Jesus rose from the dead and gave us the Holy Spirit and um is still alive and active and moving today and we get to be a part of that with him mm. and when I realized that everything about my life changed um mm, so when I realized that he wanted to be in my relationships when I realized that he cared actually when I woke up in the morning I was like hey god like what should we wear today like if I ask him he cares like he's interested in me and what's going on in me and he has a plan for my life and this isn't just me like making my way through life hoping that I do a half decent job like Mm. he has a plan and I can ask him about it and he wants to talk to me anyway I've just gone in a total but my gosh Uh, and I just like I do want to just say like for everyone listening like Jess is actually Catholic and so she's like on fire Catholic loving Catholic loving and Jesus loving Catholic is what I meant to say yeah. <laughs> also loves Catholic yes. <laughs> like I do too um and I just yeah I I've been really blessed by just seeing your like tenacity to just take hold of take hold of Jesus and just run with it like even your journey with BSSM and just faith for finances and then your business and oh my gosh like yeah thank you Lord thank you yeah yeah thank you God (laughs) I know it's It's kind of crazy but I don't regret any of it like I just love I love doing life with the Mm. Lord and yeah he's called me to something specific and I'm called to um the Catholic Church and um I can never separate out my love for um Jesus that I find in the Catholic Church and then my love that I find for Jesus and the Holy Spirit like to me Mm. it's like all one and the same and I could never like oh my gosh it's all just tied in so tight together for me Mm. oh I love that (laughs) (sighs) yeah that's so so beautiful so I would love to hear about salt and gold um yeah tell me the story about how it started and I know that there was a cool journey about hearing God's voice and just the prophetic in it and I would just love to hear just the snapshot version of yeah how God brought that about yeah for sure so like I said it kind of started during during COVID um (laughs) I just almost finished my first year of ministry in California and then this crazy thing broke out and I was like oh no like I'll just stay here and it'll blow over in like two weeks. And then instead I ended up getting like shipped out same day back out, out of America. They're like, anywhere you want to go, go, but just you can't stay here. And so um, I ended up, that's how I ended up living in Perth. Um, I'd never lived here before. Um, some of my family had moved here and during my time in America. So I was like, well, 
I got to get on a plane to somewhere today. So it seems as good as anywhere. <laughs> and so I just got on a plane and then I had two weeks quarantine in my room. Um, and I was just processing a heck of a lot of stuff. And um, yeah, I just started creating and writing and was like, oh, well, I mean, let's see if this is going to turn into something. So it was really that simple for me. There was nothing like deep or profound or planned about it. <laughs> Honestly, there wasn't. Um, it was, um, I, I guess I thought in the back of my mind, probably every now and then over the years, like a couple of years earlier, like, oh, I wonder if I could make some kind of creative Christian business thing. But I'd never like, I guess, taken it seriously or <laughs> um had a lot of encouragement from people to put aside my stable career which in itself probably isn't that stable I've been a youth pastor for nearly 10 years um <laughs> but that was my my normal and then anyway I just took a risk and um started an Instagram and <laughs> registered a business name and <laughs> added it to my my got an ABN as we say in Australia and um it just started and for two years that business was um pretty um it was at the beginning it was mm-hmm. just at the beginnings of it it was small and steady and I was determined to invest into it every day and so mm-hmm. every day I would do something and it was a big test for me to overcome perfectionism, actually, because mm. if it doesn't look perfect, if I'm not, if I don't have it all planned out, I don't want to put it out there. But mm. I was like, no, actually, what's more important at this point in time is just do something. It's not mm. going to be perfect, but just do something. So every day I just do something. Um, and then one day I had this picture come to mind. I was sitting with the Lord just in my own time and um talking to him about what it look what would it look like to be the beloved like if I turn that into a, an art piece or like in my mind's eye when I when I say that when I'm talking to the Lord about that um what is that what would that actually look like and so I had an idea for an image which I drew which was of um Jesus washing the feet of um a bride and he had given her lavish flowers and was mm-hmm. literally on his knees just washing his feet and she was crying and for me that was um I think the start of something a bit different happening with salt and gold um I I shared it um it was about it was Valentine's Day and so I I shared it thinking gee I wonder if there's some other women out there who need to see this mm. <laughs> and I could not have anticipated the way that so many people resonated with that image mm. I definitely could not have anticipated that and the Lord I truly believe the Lord just put it in front of the people who need to see it that, mm. that Valentine's Day and uh but I thought that was it I was like amazing thank you God um and just got on with life and mm. a couple of days later um I saw again in my mind's eye, oh, different people having their feet washed by Jesus. And it was like exactly the same image that I had already drawn, but it looked different. There was a different person sitting on the seat every single time. And I saw hundreds and hundreds of people, older people. Mm. And I was like, 
Oh my gosh. And my first thought was like, that is going to be controversial. <laughs> this is not going to be like, oh, cute artwork. Like, this is going to be spicy. Some people are going to love spicy. Some people are going to hate this. Like yeah. it's just going to upset everybody, you know, in yeah. some way. It's going to trigger everybody in some way. And um, so I just waited a second. I was like, look, are you sure? <laughs> you know, like I'm saying, <laughs> like, look, sure, sure. Are you sure, sure? And I just felt like his presence was so thick in the room, like in my house. And so I was like, that, I've just got to trust that that's Jesus and it's mm. better than this. And if he's given me this, he must want it to be out there. And so I just started drawing. Mm. And so that's how the foot washing series, which my business is probably most well known for, um began was just out of that and so every day in the lead up that was also so that was the space between valentine's day and then easter which is like six weeks ish Mm. and um so every day i released a new image in the um build up to easter and then finished with um and that was with all different people on the seat so started with the bride and then i had um the the tension of um say like a police officer and then an inmate side by side mm. or um a child or a parent or mm. um a, a nurse or I don't know heaps and heaps of different ones people struggling mm. with anxiety like yeah. all different people yeah. um and then right before Easter then th- through what would call his Jesus passion mm-hmm. from Holy Thursday through good friday when he dies holy um saturday when he's dead and then the resurrection on um sunday then i drew those as more literal like mm. he's actually jesus what's happening to him each day and that's how that series technically finished i did finish it and then every now and then the lord's like hey look at what's happening in the world like do you think maybe oh, you this to just like add in so technically yeah. that, that is closed but <laughs> If the yeah. Lord says draw this, you draw this. Yes. <laughs> so, be obedient, hey. <laughs> oh, so good. And I just love your journey of hearing from him in this, you know, because obviously like, you know, like we can all get ideas, but when it's like a Holy Spirit infused idea, there's like something on it. And uh, like, what would you say would be like, I just, I guess the foundation for that, I guess even basics of hearing God's voice in that kind of way, like, were you waiting for it? Were you seeking it? Or was it just like out of the overflow of like your time with him? What did it look like for you? Yeah, there's a voice, uh, there's a, a scripture somewhere and it says um, something about um, my sheep know my voice. Mm, so good. And that for me is foundational because um, I can know what god's voice sounds like amidst other voices mm-hmm. so like if you think about i don't i'm i'm starting this analogy and i'm really hoping it's going to finish well and it's going to make sense if not just ignore it and we'll try yes. it everyone. but you know like in a um like in a um uh what do you call them? a flock of sheep mm-hmm. and then you have like the shepherd and if they get lost then they would know like what the sound of the shepherd's voice was or like the little lambs know their mum's bar <laughs> you know so they can find it even though it's like all the sheep yeah. look the same or whatever they know how to find each other and so yeah. God is telling me like my sheep know my voice I can know his voice amidst other voices and so in it there's almost like a bit of practice like the more I can't if I've never heard God's voice before how am I going to recognize it amongst yeah. 100 yeah. other voices all 
like scrambling for my attention Mm. but the more I choose to lean in and to listen and get Mm. like when I get familiar with hearing his voice it becomes easier for me to pick his voice out of a crowd as you would say um so for me that's a big part of it I also have a foundational belief that it's easy to hear God like I don't believe that he would ever try and make it complicated or tricky Mm -hmm. that he would be hiding from us or um uh making there be a secret like you have to do this and this and then then you'll be able to hear it like if he wants relationship with me he's not going to make it impossible for me to have relationship with him you know yes so so I think I'm like I refuse to buy into a lie that it's complicated for me to hear his voice like if I get a thought in my mind that is loving is wise is kind is hopeful Mm. that I probably wouldn't have thought I'm going to choose to believe like hey that that could very well be God it could be that simple to hear his voice um or if I open my bible and I see like oh that verse really is like resonating or or it's feeling highlighted or something I'm going to choose it's that easy that he's speaking to me um so that's kind of how it's happening so then these moments when I'm creating um I am starting to be familiar with like, oh, when I feel this reaction or um, I um, have this thought, that could be the Lord trying to speak to me about something that I'm creating or giving me an idea for something that I should do. So there's the, there's the twofold like of, yes, it's foundationally, I believe that it's easy for us to hear God's voice, but then also I get the privilege of practicing what his voice sounds like so that I can um know how to hear him and respond to him mm. when he's actually speaking to me so yeah so good <laughs> do you find do you find it's hard sometimes as well like I I because I'm very similar in the way I hear God's voice you know uh and I don't actually struggle to action things you know when he said something I kind of just roll with it and I just hope for the best most of the time yeah like I know that that's actually a barrier that a lot of people come up against when they're hearing God's mm-hmm. voice like is this really you God and yeah and if it's not like, oh, like, what does it look like? Like, how would you navigate that? Um, especially with actioning things, because obviously this was yeah. a bit of a vulnerable step for you. And uh, <laughs> to, to, to put this out there, especially because it had to do with your own journey, you know, like on Valentine's Day and all of that. Um, how would you, like, how did you navigate that? Yeah. If, if. God calls me beloved, then nothing else gets to stick, I think, is where I've got mm. to with that. I can take risks knowing that no matter how this plays out, if it was God's voice, amazing, praise God. Yeah. If I missed it, he still calls me beloved. Like my yeah. value and my worth hasn't changed depending on the outcome of that situation or that risk. Okay. Um, I think... Um, also, like, I just have learned by actually testing. Did I get that right? I think there's something dangerous when we we have what we feel is an encounter with God, like, oh, um, I should say this to this person or whatever. And then we look at them and analyze how they're reacting and mm. tell ourselves a story, which may or may not be true about how they're encountering God because of my actions. But we never actually know for sure was that God prompting me to say that to that person, right? Yeah. But if we can be brave enough to ask for feedback, that's how we're going to learn real fast. Like, did I hit or miss with that? So I'm trying, like, and this is something that I'm trying to go through a journey with myself right now. 
is when I feel the Lord say, hey, go up to that person, give them this encouragement or mm. pray this for this person or give whatever, like whatever it is, I will try to always follow up and say, hey, how did you experience that moment um, without them feeling pressured like, oh, yeah. is that what she wants? But actually yeah. if I can create that space, especially if it's with people I'm trusting, mm. for them to be like, you know what, actually this is what God was saying to me. Oh, great. That was Jesus. I can like remember what that felt like, what that sounded like. Or And sometimes they're like, you know what, it was really nice, but <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. how I thought it was, you know. So that feedback is actually a really important yeah. part of learning, and so it's okay to learn. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't suddenly just like show up and expect to be great at riding a horse if I've never ridden a horse before. Like, yeah, I have totally. to be okay with the fact I'm going to be stunned at the beginning with this. And thanks for so much grace, God. I get to I get to in some ways be a student I get to practice Mm. um and take risks and believe that God's covering me and that my how much I'm loved and my creative ability or my um Christian journey is not defined by the successes or failures of my risks (laughs) oh yes I love that and I think like it, it comes back to what you said at the beginning about I am the beloved like that is my core identity. And so failure can't really touch me because that is like the core value that I hold on to above all else. I mean, yes, you can still you can still have disappointments and things that you like expectations that weren't met. And there's still yeah. all of those things to navigate, but it comes down to like, actually, I can't really be shaken. And you know, when David said that in the Psalms, you're like, I trust in the Lord, I will not be shaken. I think that's what he meant. It's like he would be shaken on the exterior, but the internal you know, the internal core of who he was was so rooted in the Lord that there was no sense of, like, shaking this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that just reminded me of that verse. So, yeah, I love that. I think yeah, there's, as well, like, it's such an importance of surrounding yourself intentionally by people who, whether you are winning <laughs> or missing, people are still going to champion you and remind you of who you are and your yeah. gifts and what you're called to throughout all of that. Um, yeah, yeah if you don't have those people in your life <laughs> it is hard get those people somewhere <laughs> like yeah, yeah. make them create them bring them in like tell people hey I'd love to be your friend <laughs> I don't know yeah <laughs> whatever you need to do to get those people yeah you need to like um encourage you call you on who see who see the you, gold who god who made, made you to be this so. yeah it is so important hey and it it can get really foggy when we don't have those core about like people that really also hear God's voice and are not just you know surrounding their own motives and um yeah that's really beautiful Uh, okay so this kind of segues into my next question with the failure disappointment also good on you for being so brave about for asking for feedback I was like (laughs) as you were saying that I was like oh this is something I need to learn but I know it's good for me That's something that I've really struggled with in the prophetic and just like Jenny and hearing God's voice, like, oh, I really don't want to ask for feedback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and run away. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So just going back to like the failure, risk, disappointment, like journey yeah. with, um, with putting yourself out there, you know, on social media constantly and even just the journey and the comparison, the pushback that you've also had from how controversial the foot washing series was. How do you, how have you navigated it? Um, and what's some encouragement you could bring to people that are kind of just, oh, I don't want to share myself. This is so hard, you know, like, yeah. Any thoughts around that? I'd love to hear. <laughs> I need to learn too. 
Mm-hmm. It is such a um like a strange one when your ministry is online primarily. Mm-hmm. Like that is a really unique um like circumstance to be running a ministry slash business anything Mm -hmm. you know like you are normally when you're doing something it's in person and so the people who you are impacting and who are being impacted by you are like one person at a time like close Mm -hmm. around you but it's so strange when you are putting your your let's say artwork out into the world and anybody on the planet can see it like there is no like filter there like it's open to anybody and so people who agree with you disagree with you love it are offended by it resonate with it um wish they'd never seen it you know like it's gonna reach all of those people and so it is like uh, oh my gosh it has been a steep steep learning curve for me for how to navigate social media presence Mm. Um, and I think probably at the start I had some pretty big learning curves like where I missed it honestly Mm. Um, some of those for me personally would be um, maybe when people were commenting things that weren't super encouraging or were just straight up rude (laughs) Um, like feeling the need to respond to all of them to justify myself to them to enter into debates um like just almost out of out of self-protection not because I love to pick a fight because I do not at all Mm. but like I was trying to protect my ministry trying to protect the people who were um a part of the community who are also seeing these comments and feeling the impact of them yeah Um, so now I tend to like it's almost like I have a blanket policy of I don't engage in the comment section with people um who um aren't being respectful honestly Mm. or even even sometimes if they are like I my my calling from the Lord is not to enter into even respectful debates with people like the Lord has a different use for my time yeah it's to create stuff and just it's gonna reach the people it's meant to reach and some people who maybe they don't love that you know like you know but I and so I'm trying to be wise with where I'm putting my time even in an online sphere and so yeah comment sections probably not gonna be it um the other one is like just being aware of how am I actually using my like my physical time like Mm. during the height of when I was creating those foot washing images um about a year ago I was getting maybe like three, four hours sleep a night, which you're a mom. So you like, God bless you, because I know that that's probably your normal. I'm not a mom. And so um, like three, four hours, I was dying. Like 
And then I'd be dying too. (laughs) You wake up, you sleep three hours and you wake up to an onslaught of people's judgment and comments again. And meanwhile, you're also meant to be listening to the Lord and creating and also living a normal life and eating food and, you know, like doing a good, healthy life. And how the heck do you you make wise choices or listen to the Lord well when you haven't, like, it was this bad cycle. Oh, that would have been so hard. And I was like, we've got to get out of this. And yeah. so, like, I just had to be stricter on myself. And, oh, my gosh, do you know what has been one of the best things in my life? Is on, at least on my iPhone, you can set a thing where it, like, turns off all my social media things at a certain time. And so 8.45 every night, it's like sleep time, wind down, and it, like, blocks all of my social things so I don't get notifications anymore. Wow, what a game changer. That so like good. legit has been really helpful for mm. someone who needs more self-control around my social media apps. Mm. Like, oh, great. There are actually ways that I can make this easier on myself. So that's been part yeah. of it. Um, so those are like a couple of practical things that I've taken away is like really be careful about how I'm managing my time, like my mm. physical time. How many hours am I going to put into this each day? Um I tend to stay away from the comment section for 24 hours after I've posted something because that's when, like, right when you've shared something close to your heart. So vulnerable. It's the most tender, right? But if I can put it out there and, like, give my heart just a chance to settle and be like, okay, I shared that and let the Lord just, like, just talk to the Lord about it for 24 hours. By the time I go back to the comment section, whether people are um, resonating with it and being encouraging or whether people are, um not resonating with it mm-hmm. and are disagreeing with it neither of those things are affecting me because I've already talked to the Lord about it and I've already mm. said it in my heart totally like Lord yeah I'm that's so good like, so there's and how would you find like so before the foot washing series you just were kind of like normal organic growing Instagram account not yeah. like blowing up or anything yeah and just just the the contrast between you know, maybe posting something, not really getting much engagement, being a little bit like, okay, like, sure, whatever. I'll just bring my humble offering to all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I've got a thousand comments happening in the, and they're all like railing me. (laughs) Like the contrast between the two, because a lot of people listening to this will be in that humble beginnings kind of, you know, journey where they are just offering up what they have to bring to the world, trying to, you know, establish their creative voice and and just grow organically, like that's pretty normal. Like, how would you encourage both both parties? Because it just feels like it feels hard in both camps. I can't even imagine. I haven't had the railing yet, so I'm like, okay, Lord, maybe that'll happen at some point. At least you'd have never experienced that. <laughs> oh, I just cut like what you're describing to me. I'm like, oh man, that's full on. Yeah. Um. At the beginning, it's just such a faithfulness. Mm. is what I would encourage you if that if that's resonating with you where you're mm. like yeah, I actually am at the start of this and um I feel like maybe no one's seeing it like but there's such a faithfulness when you it's almost like your um your secret place or your hidden time with the Lord to be able to create with him and you know that your motivations are so pure because it's purely about hey I'm creating with you Jesus isn't this wonderful like yeah I'm doing this because I love you 
Mm. I think he just loves that. And um, yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think that. also with that, like, I, I know as someone who um, this business has now become a full-time income, which is a dream. And I know it's a dream for so many um, creatives. Mm. If that's your dream, yes, I honour your um, your faithfulness to be creating and sharing um, regardless of how big or small your audience is. But I yeah. also honour the fact that God's given you a gift and if it's on your heart for this to be, a full-time gig <laughs> then I don't think it's um wrong or bad for your heart to be hoping for that yeah and I want to encourage you that if that's the God's plan for your life I didn't like for me I did nothing different between day 200 and day 201 where God exploded my mm. business I did nothing different. I literally yeah. just was did the same thing as the day before. I woke up, I sat down with the Lord, I created out of a moment that I was having with the Lord and shared it. That was no different. Yeah. The only thing that was different was that the Lord was like, this is it. This is the right time. I'm going to breathe yeah. on this. And how good is it that the king of the universe is still the king of the social media algorithms? Like he gets to decide <laughs> Like, okay, I'm going to send this out to the people who need to see it. And so, yeah, if that's you, like your faithfulness is powerful and he's going to breathe on it at the right time mm. and get it in front of the right people and you don't have to do anything different. But so actually, good. he's going to, he's got it. He knows the right time. Yeah. To accelerate and so right good. For you guys to have your precious intimate time together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. It's so, so true. Cause it is about, it is about coming back to that secret place as well. Like that is the source. Hey, like, um, mm -hmm. and yeah, one thing I was just thinking as you were just sharing them was just how we can get into the striving mentality where we're like, okay, got to post, got to share, got to post. Oh, I'm, I haven't done it three times this week. The algorithm's going to hate me. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I'm never going to get seen. Nobody's going to, you know, and instead of just actually being like, okay, what is something sustainable where I can show up often and it still is going to serve me first? Ultimately, it's about me and my journey with the Lord. And it's not like first it's about me and then it's about the people that are being blessed by it, right? Yeah. Um, and so... I don't know, for me, I just I just heard that in what you were saying, like when when that striving, when that striving comes and that sense of like, because sometimes I get into these like, you know, headspace spirals where I'm like, oh my gosh, where's the next opportunity? Where's it coming? I don't know where it is. I don't know, you know, and you just feel like the sense of striving um, instead of like taking on that striving, just saying, Lord, I want to enter into rest in my business, in my creativity. What does that look like? And then mm -hmm. being obedient to do doing what he says. <laughs> I think there's yep. one thing to like <laughs> say, okay, I don't want to strive anymore, but then actually doing the hard thing that he offers to combat the striving is sometimes even harder than asking the question to begin with. Um, anyway, those are just like, that's just what I was like processing as you were sharing. And that was just so, so good. Yeah. And I think don't be like, some this algorithm thing oh it's a tricky one because yeah it wants us to behave a certain way and then rewards us when we mm -hmm. do you know post every day or whatever it is 
but also don't ever let yourself be owned by it like so good um if you can't take three days or a week off it's owning you and I'm speaking to myself right now yeah <laughs> yeah it, does. it feels terrifying I receive it. Like, this is my business like I don't yeah. have the luxury of just not posting for a week and not thinking about it and not creating for it for a week but actually sometimes I'm going to need to have those breaks step away yeah. and actually let it just <laughs> not engage with it yeah for a week so that I can make sure that there's only one king in my heart <laughs> it's oh, not absolutely Instagram, you know interesting yeah. like oh I might take a week off to make sure that the Lord's still on the throne ultimately in my life yeah and he still gets to decide when I come back he's still in control and if this is if this business and this ministry and this platform is still his he can still make it work like a yeah. week off isn't going to hinder the plans of Jesus you know <laughs> I know that's so good and I like as well because you can also like get an auto planning thing do a week in advance take a week off it can still be doing things because I know that you might need a you might be supporting three kids on this thing like I get it but just do what you need to do to make sure that you are bowing to the king of the universe not the king of the metaverse or whatever it is <laughs> what's his name can't even remember yeah. um <laughs> uh anyway um yeah no I love that and I actually routinely take like a whole weekend off social media pretty much nearly every weekend I'll try and get off it delete the app you know then also the business suite app you can check if there's any like really urgent messages but then you're not actually getting on you're just kind of checking the messages I find mm-hmm. that really helpful but um every year I take like a solid month off at the beginning of the year and every year I'm always a little bit nervous like oh well my business literally crashed to the ground (laughs) by this month and honestly I come back so refreshed and then the first couple times I get back on the engagement is off the charts and it just it's actually like a gift because people mm-hmm. are generally walking with me on my journey and they're like yeah. oh we missed you and we love to hear what God's doing in your life and you make it actually a part of the journey rather than a stop yeah. in the road um yeah so I love that I think it's a really good practice do it <laughs> get off the phone <laughs> this is all such practical stuff but like yeah. it's real like when you're trying to navigate in ministry online like you got to talk through all these nitty-gritties and yeah strategies and otherwise it will control you (laughs) rather yeah and you'll feel out of control which is not fun in any way shape or form (laughs) oh man um yeah okay cool well as we close I would just love you if you feel up for it just to pray and just bless everyone that's listening to this um whatever you feel like is on your heart um maybe the creative that is kind of feeling the discouraged with the social media stuff or identity or yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Right, I love that. Okay, I'm going to start with sign of the cross because I'm Catholic. So, and then yeah, Father, so good. Son, Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus. Um, thanks for this beautiful time I've had talking with Susanna. Thank you for um, the gift of creativity that we're made in your image, that all of this is really just reflecting you and your creativity. Um, mm. And I pray for every single person who's listening to this um, or watching this that they... Feel your presence in their room Mm. right now, Um, whatever they're doing, whether they're listening to this while they're doing dishes or whether they're 
um, listening while they're creating or driving or work, whatever they're doing, I just pray that you would feel the air around them so that yeah. they would know that they're breathing in and out your yeah. presence. Um, I ask for an increase in creative ideas mm. um, that um, I feel to tell you that this is a um, the end of an old season and the start of a new season like you're going to take in a breath and you have new ideas from the Lord um, new directions to go in new mediums to use new platforms to invest into um, even if maybe you've been always doing um, physical art and now maybe the Lord is inviting you to explore digital art or you've been creating journals but actually the Lord might be giving you ideas for apparel like don't be afraid to explore with the mm. lord um, and i pray that as you take risks that you will feel his covering that you will feel safe to be able to explore with him um to take risks with him um, i pray for those friends that community around you that we were talking about um who will always see who god has made you to be and champion you into your future um, who will lift you up when you are having a hard day or um, someone's been critical or you're just feeling exposed but um, you shared some of your heart um, and I pray that those same people would be able to rejoice with you in your breakthroughs and mm. um, the flourishing seasons too um, yeah God we just love you and yeah. we give you our ministries back again um, yeah. if there's anything in them that is not um pleasing to you we pray that we would recognize what it is and cut it off and um yeah help us to be good stewards of everything that you put into our hands we just love you jesus so much amen amen <laughs> that was like a breath of fresh air to my heart yeah <laughs> mm, thank you lord i feel like i just need to go soak on the ground now <laughs> thank you jesus so good well thank you so much Jess for coming oh I just have been so blessed by this chat you have no idea mm -hmm. I had such a wild day and so just to come on here and just oh. talk about this with you has just been literally a breath of fresh air to me so thank you oh that's amazing and it's just I love connecting with you for anyone listening Susanna and I have not actually met in person before. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> her is like a friend because we connected through our online ministries. And so I love that in the Christian creative world that I have found such a um, championing community of people, um, even, as well, not just the women, but I just love, especially amongst the women, we live in a a, a an age where uh, often our generation struggles with comparison and mm. um, competition and there's only one seat at the table so I've got to fight you for it and so I love being in a space and it's one of the things I love about you Susanna is that mm. you're such an encourager and you're so um, good at championing people and celebrating breakthroughs of other artists and online creatives um, and I love that you know that there's so much room for everybody um, in this space and oh, you've just been such a blessing to me so this was so fun and I can't wait to actually meet you in person one day oh, as well. Jess my heart is exploding out of my chest right now. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm such a words of app girl. You have no idea. Oh, so. I'm so glad. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, everyone listening, that you join in with us with whatever your ministries are, that this join into our space where we get to encourage each other and oh. um, believe and pray for each other's breakthroughs. Because um, oh. I do. I just love it. Yes. Amen. <laughs> so good. Amen, amen. Amen. Bless you. Have a beautiful day. If you have been encouraged by this episode, please DM me with a testimony. I would love to hear. Also, rating the show would really bless my heart. And just FYI, I also sell beautiful, encouraging art prints, phone cases, and products on my shop website, which are designed to help encourage you to grow in love with Jesus in your everyday. So go check them out at SuzanneAprill.com. Thanks for listening, friends. I'm really blessed by you.